Lucky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. So by now you would have probably seen on our Facebook page, it's Pat and JT or on Instagram, a nice little graphic describing more information on our big, huge uh, lunch live podcast um, recording next Tuesday. But I sent an example of it to the guy who just did our little voice thing at the beginning there. And he said it was garbage. So he's Scott. redoing it. So I'm not, <laughs> you know I'm, the, I'm the graphics department and I'm a terrible graphics no. department. So he said, it's terrible. Send me the pictures. I'll just do it. I didn't, I didn't said, know okay. you were doing that, but I'm, I, I suspect that you do this the same way that you do laundry. Um, is that if I do it really poorly, somebody else will take it over. Um, yeah, you know, and so, and so you're like, you know what, I'm just going to just slap this together and then I'm send it to Scott and be proud. But like with, and then Scott will say, I'll do it. But see with, with laundry, <laughs> with laundry, I don't care. It's like, whatever. If somebody else wants to do it, that's great. But this stuff is like, I actually want to, <laughs> I want to seek Scott's approval when it comes to this stuff. Cause I he's know. so, he's so, you if he's listening, he's the way he's, 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 he's a short, quick answer her answer. Her, like, and he's degrading. Like when he, he just ever, says, it's terrible. It's like, Thanks. Has he ever just said, oh my God, that's awesome. Um, yes. Seriously. He said that. He's actually this morning. He said, love it. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, there's some pictures we took you the other day with the guys in here. And I sent a picture and he goes, love them. Seriously. Yeah, I called that my mom. shocks me because that's, that's once. Yeah, that's one time. Okay. So, so we'll get that up there sometime today with some details. But anyway, it's the 11th coming up on Tuesday. We're recording our first episode of our second season. It's at Paisons, 11 to 1. Yeah. $2 single slice pizzas and $2 domestic draws. Uh, it's a special. So just come out and say hi and hang out. Excellent. So in studio, we have a guest, uh, Rihanna Mays. Is it Rihanna or Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna. Yep. Okay. Rihanna. Everybody says Rihanna, Rihanna because of the singer. Right? <laughs> You're like, whatever. And I always okay. say it's Rihanna, like banana. Rihanna Mays. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you do, because I find this fascinating. We have a couple of friends of ours that have been on the show before, and, and we love talking to them about what they do. And then we'll talk about how we met. Okay, perfect. So my name is Rihanna Mace. I'm an energy transformer and intuitive. And I am a professionally trained Holy Fire 3 Reiki master. And I also teach Say that again. (laughs) I'm a Holy Fire 3 Reiki master. Holy Fire 3. How many are there like, how many many levels are there? Like Fire 5, Fire 6? So master level is the highest level. But then there's different like branches of the Reiki energy. So you could learn Karuna, which is more chanting. So what is exactly, what is Reiki exactly? Yeah. So everybody loves that. Um, So Reiki is under the umbrella of holistic or natural wellness. And it is basically an ancient technique of laying of hands. And what it is, is everybody has life force energy. Okay. So if you're alive, you have life force energy. Your plants have it. It's how they grow big and tall. Your pets have it. It's how they're animated. And when we lose our life force energy through um, trauma or illness or, you know, stress, um, our life force energy is depleted. And so Reiki helps to channel. We just channel it in and we give it to you through laying of hands. And it essentially helps to restore the battery level. It does, a, it does a lot more, but that's, you know, that's the, the basics, the, basics of the it. elevator pitch, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. How long has this been around? Uh-huh. So I believe that energy healing has been around since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. It's what Jesus did. He laid hands, right? True. Um, you hear, um, you hear about just all these people throughout time. I mean, even when you go to church, the pastors lay hands. So I think this has been a modality that's been around forever. The specific type of Reiki that I do called Yusui 
was discovered in 1922 by um, a Japanese doctor, Mikao Yusui. So there, it's an ancient technique that's been around forever, and this particular type has been around since the 20s. So. What, what makes this particular type unique of, uh, in and of itself? What, what differentiates it? Well, what I love about it is that it is um, governed by a, an organization called the International Center for Reiki Training. So there is... Uh, a governing umbrella of, you know, standards of ethics and, and ways to behave and the ways we do, you know, the attunements to make Reiki um, place permanently into other people. So there's a rhyme or reason and mm-hmm. there's other organizations that um, that do do that. But I was just drawn to this particular one. So. so with energy healing, can you deal with everything from physical stuff to addiction to mental illness? Everything revolves around your body's energy. So what's all, what's really amazing about this and the opportunity to talk about this is our culture doesn't do a lot of talking about the fact that we are energetic beings. We um, we often don't talk about like the root of the illness or the root of the symptoms. We just want to make the symptoms stop, but we don't really go into it. So we're we're energetic beings, and a lot of us believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So we're the spirit in a human body, and the body has the ability to hold on to energy. And we don't talk about that a lot. So let's say you saw something and you witnessed it and that traumatic energy gets stuck in your body or somebody said something to you even in the third grade and it really resonated and that energy sticks in you. Mm -hmm. Um, Men are famous for not really processing emotions. They've been taught that that's not a thing. Don't cry. And, you know, so they shove it down and their body just continues to hold on to this energy and what happens is it creates a roadblock for your natural energy to flow. And it then creates dis-ease, which eventually I believe that medicine will be able to prove that all of disease, real disease and those kind of issues are because of this blocked energy. Your chi, that's what the Chinese call what I do, your chi is not flowing healthy. So Reiki can absolutely help with physical pain most of my clients seek me out for anxiety relief, stress relief, um, trauma, energy that's stuck in the body, PTSD symptoms. Um, I've worked in hospice before where they didn't want to take pills, so they did Reiki instead, mm-hmm. and it helps with the wow. pain management. <clears throat> well, I've yeah. seen working with like first responders and people mm-hmm. that coming back mm-hmm. from war would help be very beneficial anxiety. to them. It's all anxiety rooted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, when yeah. you talk about PTSD, is that is that you've got... Any kind of, and I, I firmly believe everything comes from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever it is, even if it, it, it exhibits on the on the outside, you know, that it, its cause is rooted internally. Yeah. And it's like, well, and if you think about PTSD, I mean, mm. you hear all of these, you know, they're in the grocery store minding their own business, buying something. And then all of a sudden they're having this flashback. And it's because the energy of that experience still lives in their body. So whether their brain is thinking about it or not, their body is reliving it as if it's really happening. And is it like maybe an external trigger that they don't even know they're witnessing or experiencing that triggers that or the body can just do it? It's both. It could be an external trigger, a sound, a smell, anything, but the body never forgets that kind of stuff. And so that's why um, it could just, I don't know. I don't know what triggers it, but it, I know that I've been minding my own business. I've been diagnosed with PTSD in the, in the past and that's how I actually found Reiki. 
Um, and I always credit it with saving my life, but it just, your body never forgets this kind of stuff. And it, it you don't have to go to war. Like you could have seen something, you could have mm-hmm. been part of a car accident. You could see your, uh, your yeah. mother be hit. Like it could be anything and <laughs> right. this energy still lives in the body. We work with a, a guy that um, works and investigates accidents on job sites with OSHA and his own company. And he has said before that these guys that go in and investigate those terrible accidents, there's really not a lot of treatment out there for them unless they seek it out on themselves. And they're, I mean, talk about PTSD. They there's see no some pretty gruesome it. things that they have a, yeah. a really hard time getting rid of. And a lot of times they go to drugs and alcohol to just mm-hmm. kind of deaden it. And that's not, yeah. not the well, right you're thing. Numbing it. Well, and that's, and that's why I, it's my mission to really educate people on this because we are not talking about energy and how it's stuck in the body and how you actually have to like me personally, I think talk therapy has its place, but when an energy is in your body mm-hmm. and you keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, you're re-triggering it and re-triggering it. Mm-hmm. And that's great and all, but you, you actually have to physically get that energy out of your body. And that's what Reiki does. It helps to gently remove it so that, you know, if you think about it, like the highway can just flow, traffic flows evenly and, right. and well. And so it doesn't get rid of the memory. It just gets rid of the energy attached to the memory. And like you said, it could be something as simple as something that was said to you when you were, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember a couple of three things that happened when I was like in junior high or grade school that stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. one was like, you know, uh, simple things like we were in, in choir and I was told that I, uh, you can't sing and yeah. in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. I was told That's that, painful. right? Yeah. And I was in eighth grade at the time. And yeah, by the way, I did do a solo in my senior year. I found my voice eventually. I did. But I'm just saying that, you know, that just shut me down. And I still think of that woman. I I remember her vividly. She probably doesn't have any memory of it Mm -hmm. at the time. But it's something so small that can stick with you. And and it can be very traumatic, but can also be something really small. Yeah. And and just an example is I see clients all the time who will come in and they have... um, they have thyroid issues or they have neck or back pain. And I get in there and I realize uh, um, your throat chakra is blocked. And if you guys don't know what chakras are, um, there's seven major energy wheels in the body that control everything from emotions to organs to functions of the body. And if one of those is out, for an example, the throat chakra, if the energy, your highway energy is not flowing openly, when you pull energy in through your body, it gets stuck, which is a traffic jam, right? So then it's going to create neck pain and back pain and shoulder mm-hmm. pain. And and um, usually it's because people are not speaking their truth. So they're not being honest with themselves about something or they're not speaking their truth. So let's say you have a boss that it's not safe to really communicate what you want to say or a spouse and it's not safe to actually say what you got to say that energy gets stuck in your body and it will create physical ailments and people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another example of like how this can just get stuck in your body is I was working on somebody once and I was working on her right foot and ankle and there was all this trauma energy moving out. And because I have clairvoyant, claircognizant, I could see the energy. And it was shown this whole image of this little boy in cowboy boots stomping on her foot. And I asked her, like, what is this? And she said, oh, yeah, when I was six, my cousin stepped on my foot and broke it. Oh, my God. And 40-some years later, I am removing the trauma out of her foot. And she said occasionally she would have foot pain, and that's because of that 
that injury. Unbelievable. Yeah. Of an injury. Yeah. That's craziness. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, people yeah. just don't understand how prevalent this is. And it, I mean, it could be anything, you know, like my daughter slammed her finger in the door when she was four and broke it. <laughs> you better believe I was raking that out because yeah. it's going to manifest in different ways. Um, and, and we just, like I said, we don't talk about it enough as yeah. a society. And the other thing that I do that I didn't mention in the very beginning is I'm an access consciousness bars practitioner. And I'm sure you've never heard of bars. Never heard of this. kind of new, but okay. what it is, it's a, it's a natural modalities energy work, but we touch 32 different points on the head and it helps to release stored energy, limiting beliefs, bad habits. So when we talk about when you like your chorus conversation, right? Yeah. The you can't sing conversation. <laughs> so that's probably still ringing like a bell in your head. And anytime you go to sing, you hear that, right? That's why I kick butt at karaoke. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be good. <laughs> yeah. At 2.15 in the morning when everybody's hammered. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true. I mean, obviously, it's, right. it's like, obviously it still does because that's, that mm-hmm. was top of mind to me. When you, yeah. when you mentioned that, yeah. it's like, that's like the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. So with, so, where Reiki, I'm channeling the energy in and giving it to you and your body will use it to create balance between the physical and emotional and spiritual bodies. Um, bars will actually help release all the energy that you bought as truth. So let's say you believed her that you couldn't mm-hmm. sing and then that energy, that belief is still in there. Bars will help to release that belief system out. It's like sweeping wow. the desktop of all yeah. the things that your body no longer wants or resonates as truth with. And it's absolutely life changing. Yeah. So I always say Reiki saved my life and then bars absolutely changed it. So when you come into a room wow. with, a, with um, a group of people or, or with a, somebody, a client, can you instantly tell, because um, you are intuitive, can you instantly tell that kind of what's going on or that if, if maybe if somebody's not even coming or to you for that, help. they're like, man, I wish I could get this person in my room as a client because I can see X, Y, and Z and this would really help them. So I try not to get into anybody's energy without like permission. I'm not doing any psychic readings on you without like your go ahead. But yeah, if people walk yeah. in, I, I often can tell what's going on and I can tell um, like the root behind it. And I because I don't want to scare people and make it too woo woo. I just like, Hey, are you having shoulder problems? Like how's your back feeling? You know? And then I'll just kind of explain to them like what, what it looks like and, or how I could help. So yeah, I pick up stuff all the time and that's a lot of people do that. Um, even if you're not quote unquote, like an intuitive, there's something called an empath. Have you guys ever heard this word before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So somebody that can feel energy, emotions, physical pain, as if it's their own, they can feel like, an antique furniture and they can feel the history behind it. And yes. Yeah. So a lot of people are walking around an empath and totally at the mercy of other people's energy and not realizing that they're feeling other people's energy. They just think they're a hypochondriac and bat crazy. <laughs> and a weirdo, right? right. Yeah. Bat, they just think they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they just think they're totally. nuts yeah. because yeah. one minute they're happy and the next minute they're sad and the next minute their knee hurts and then they're happy again. And they're like, what in the mm-hmm. heck What's is going, going on? on? So I actually teach empath thriving classes so that people can recognize they're not at the mercy of other people's energy to recognize this as a gift. Um, A lot of times people who can walk into a room and feel somebody else's energy doesn't like to go out in public because they feel everybody's energy. They don't probably recognize Mm -hmm. the reason. They just know it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't want it. And they think it's on them. Yeah. They think it's, it's me. I'm an introvert. Yeah. I can't handle it. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's, 
The hate big groups. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what about people that are, are considered vampire vampires of others energy? Like if, if energy. Vampires, yeah. So could you yeah. help them be not, if, if they, they know that, know if they're, if they're told that, or if they know, they probably don't know that. They can't. But if, um, if, if, is there if a way of going you, in and fixing them? You're an energy them a, vampire. I'd be like, you know what? Bleepity bleep. You, just, you walk in the room, you suck all the fun yeah. out of the room. Do I do Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I mean, if can you give I away, you can, well, well, not necessarily fix them, but like, uh, you, okay, so if somebody walks in the room, you instantly you can feel that yeah. their energy's off. They just not necessarily not a good person. There's just something off about that person. Um, if they knew that, if they knew that they maybe they've been told that before, can you help somebody not? Mm-hmm put off that vibe <laughs> yeah so yes but they have to want to choose it yeah. right um i mean i wish i could just lay hands on everybody like, I <laughs> fix you i mean my aura kind of does that it just goes to work all the time but so typically with an energy vampire quote unquote they don't even realize they're doing it it's all subconscious often um they will tell Usually the empaths attract the energy vampires because the empaths want to help. They can feel the energy. They can feel that they need help. They can help. So they're going to show up and serve. Um, And an energy vampire will take advantage of that. But really what's going on is there's a blockage in that person. They're not able to receive from God or the universe. They're not able to receive from nature. There's a blockage somehow. And then it's probably some sort of emotional something happened to them or they had an abusive father or they were told they're worthless or they had some religious trauma. Um, something creates that. But yes, if they are aware, they can come in and we can help align the physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. We can help yeah. remove the trauma that's happening to that. Um, and then in my in my studio, when people come in, I can actually see energetic cords where people have plugged into you yeah. and they're taking your life force because how many times has an empath said or heard, when I'm done talking to you, I always feel so much better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, my energy is literally higher vibrating yeah. than yours. No, and, that's the, and it's true, not an though. ego thing, but I'm making you feel better. So It is true because yeah. there are people that walk in the room and just make it... You just feel like, oh, thank mm-hmm. you. And there's others that walk in and you just feel everything just gets heavy. Yeah. And you can't give enough to yeah. make it better. And it's a, when they leave, you're like, jeez. Yeah, right. you're drained. Even I'm people, even people that, that aren't, you know, <clears throat> Reiki trained or anything, they'll just walk in the room and they just you instantly feel better around that person because of their energy that mm-hmm. they're putting off. Yeah. And they, it's not even, I don't even think it's not intentional from that. You just feel it. You no, probably, but, and most people probably call them popular. You know, but they yeah, don't realize yeah. that yeah. that's what they're actually doing to you when they come in. Yeah, but those people are usually, the people that make you feel good are mindful of their thoughts. Yeah. They're mindful of what they say. They're mindful of the things that they feed their body with, whether it's, um, you know, scary movies or, you know, whatever. They're mindful of what they're feeding their body energetically, mm-hmm. whether they realize it or not. And they're supplying yeah. themselves just like you would eat vegetables to stay healthy physically. They watch their energetic intake and that's why they feel feel better. That's usually. an interesting uh, way to put it as far as a diet, mm-hmm. because some people do it intentionally and some people it's just natural mm-hmm. and they, they naturally are attracted to good foods and that's what they eat. Other people have to make an intentional choice yeah. to have the good stuff. It's probably the same way with what you feed your mind and what you feed your emotions. Um, some people naturally only do the good stuff and then others have to think, okay, this probably isn't going to be good for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to walk away. It's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. It is a choice, but it's really, it does take a lot of work to 
um, be mindful that you are, you know, projecting this energy or that you're, you're maybe a complainer. You don't even realize it. you think you're just yeah. having a conversation, but you're a complainer and that is draining people. Um, and that's actually how I got into this. Like I was healing a childhood trauma and I was, I was the energy vampire. <laughs> I was the, the complainer. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the point where I was sick of being sick physically, emotionally, spiritually. Almost I was sick of your own voice complaining. Yes, I was mm-hmm. so sick of my physical body not working, my emotional body being all over the place. Um, and then it really did happen. Like, it really, I'll tell you what, like, really made a difference besides Reiki removing a lot of the trauma from my childhood and allowing me to show up and be more my authentic self, but, um, really just being mindful that your body and your cells are listening to every single word you say and you think, and, and what, um, the Japanese called negative energy is bioki. And so when you complain or when you watch something negative or you watch the news or you're getting into a fight with somebody about politics, like you're creating more of that energy. Mm-hmm. And then, watch the self-talk. Like if you're like, I can't sing and I'm worthless and I'm so fat and I, I'm, nobody's going to love me. Like Mm. it could be easy stuff or dramatic stuff. Your, your cells are listening to every single word and it's creating more of that. So one of the things I talk about, you'd mentioned past, not even realizing that they are, is just really being mindful of being able to talk to your body. Like I'll walk into a room and I will say, body don't absorb any energy. And then at the, uh, like the minute I start feeling my shoulder hurts and it was out of nowhere, I know it's not mine because it's instantly and suddenly, right? Right. Or I'm suddenly grumpy and I know five minutes ago I was fine. I'll just tell my body, body release all the energy you just absorbed. Like my kids will come home and they'll say, mom, I have a headache. I'm like, it's not yours. Tell your body to release it. (laughs) And then they'll close their eyes. They're eight. I have eight year old twins. Yep. And I teach them that it's not yours. And then they'll close their eyes and tell their body to let it go. And I check on them a couple minutes later and they're fine. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. A lot of it is self-imposed. It's funny. We were just talking to a friend yesterday and he has, how old is his daughter? Probably seven. No, she's in, what grade is she in? I think she's like, yeah, six or seven. Second grade. Yeah, whatever that is. Is that about seven? Mm-hmm. And she, the self-talk. He's he's really concerned about it because she's she's saying negative stuff to herself or she doesn't believe in herself. And, and he's like, where does this come from? You're, you, We never talk like that to you. And mm-hmm. where are you getting this? And it's coming from other kids. Yeah. Um, or picking up maybe another kid because like, children mirror mm-hmm. so if some if there's another child that is actually saying the things that they're hearing at home back to themselves mm-hmm. i think that other kids will pick up on that and be like well i'm probably bad too yeah i'm i'm this well and it comes from tv shows like <clears throat> oh, i watch yeah. the, the shows that my kids are watching and i'm just like you and i'll point out you guys realize that you don't like that's not a positive way of behaving right or that's not positive self-talk or and and something else we don't talk about a lot of it's generational Mm-hmm. A lot of it has been passed down through the DNA for eons, and you just have this belief system, and you don't even know why you have this belief system. Positive and negative. Internal. Positive and negative. I, I feel like yeah. my my uh, parents and my grandparents were, and my fa- whole family, really, this is very positive people. You know, it was really, whether that was, like, pushing down all the negative stuff, but it was always... It was just always a happy, happy place. It was always a great 
we got together. There was no arguing around like that. So I think that being positive yeah. like that can be generational. Just like you, the whole like the whole kind of family is just such a drain. You don't want to go mm-hmm. to their house. It's always grumpy. It's always this. It's that. I mm-hmm. work both ways. I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just being mindful that like this is where it's coming from, and mm-hmm. and just being mindful of that we are energetic beings and we're absorbing energy all the time and you get to talk to your body and tell it what to do because Mm -hmm. it's listening and uh, responding accordingly like for instance you know I have I have clients who have anxiety and I'm like what do you say when you're on the verge of anxiety attack and they're like I'm I'm gonna have an anxiety attack I'm gonna have and I'm like I am is literally like the most powerful word in any language it's a magic wand I am And anything that follows that, your body is going to go to work to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So rather say, I wonder what it'd be like to feel calm right now, or I am calm. Mm -hmm. And and I know your subconscious will be like, this is total BS. We're freaking out right now. (laughs) Um, But eventually, you'll start to bring that energy to you, and you you get to control. So it's like manifesting. You are. You keep thinking about a job you want. You keep thinking about a person you want to be. You keep thinking about it, and you project those positive thoughts yeah instead of saying mm-hmm. i'll never get that job yeah yeah, yeah. i love that or job. I, I would love that job but i'll never get it yeah instead it's got to be that's what i'm going to do that's gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah so I'm your gonna, body and yeah. the universe is listening to yeah. everything so you get to create what you're talking about and yeah. what you're thinking about and how long does it take like if somebody comes in and they're they really they have some you know a lot going on like can you can you turn them around where they can physically tell the difference in one session or does it take a while so it depends on the person. Honestly, if somebody comes to me and they're not ready to let go of the story that has defined their entire life, um, I could lay hands on them for 20 hours mm-hmm. and it won't budge because they don't want it to. So they have to be willing to let it's go. It's scary though. Yeah. Because that's the truth. That's the only thing they've known. It's yeah. like, it's hard to let go of the known for the unknown, mm-hmm. even if the unknown is promised to be better. It's mm-hmm. like, but I know what this devil is. Yeah. And I don't. So, but usually it gets to the point where like in my situation, I was just so sick of who I was and what I was projecting that I was like, I will do anything at this point. How long ago was it for you? So my first Reiki session was in um, July of 2016. And I had gone, and I don't even know how it landed on That's, my I was going to say, how did, you, you. how did you find it or it find you? So people keep asking that question. And I'm like, I don't know. It's one of those universal things where it just landed in your lap because mm-hmm. you needed it. And it was, I believe it was an answered prayer, but I didn't, I don't remember like how it happened. Wow. It just landed in my lap. And the first session I ever went to, um, and this isn't normal per se, but I think I had a purpose and the universe is like, oh my God, finally, <laughs> like you, we got, we got her. We're way behind the schedule. So I kind of moved fast, but like she put hands on me and I, my soul sat up out of my body to make room for all of the trauma to push out. And I had been sexually abused as a child and a lot of, this is very, unfortunately, very common. Um, and mine, like the minute I started healing this, it went, it went back from the beginning of time. So like, wow. Just it was forever, and I was the one that broke the cycle. I was like, "Enough is enough," and I do not want this for my children mm-hmm. um, because it manifested in really awful ways. Um, so after four sessions, I had four Reiki sessions, and I could hear the universe audibly saying to me, "Run, jump, trust." And I was sitting. I was a corporate recruiter at the time, and I was sitting in my chair, white knuckling my body to not run. I had $400 in my checking account. I was a single mom. Yeah. 
And I finally at the out, like out loud at the end of the day, was like, I don't know where you want me to go, but I'm not going anywhere. Like, this is crazy. And then they, for a month, kept at it. And after a month, I knew they wanted me to quit my job. They wanted me to open a Reiki studio. I wasn't even certified yet to be a Reiki practitioner. <laughs> and I did it. I totally jumped and people thought it was crazy. And I had a studio open within six weeks of quitting my job. And I was able to go full time after a year. Wow. So that's a really that's fast experience. But what I do notice is what I do tends to activate people because we're getting rid of all of the junk, all of the societal opinion and all the generational stuff and you know, all of the things that we're all carrying around, who you truly are can actually then rise up and activate. And so I actually, my website says I empower, inspire, and activate people because that's what I'm doing. They get to step into their next yeah. highest version of themselves. Um, and it again, the, the time frame is just what what's right for that person because some people want to move slower. But at minimum, after a first session, you feel deeply relaxed there's less anxiety mm-hmm. and we get to reset the body, the mind and the spirit. And so you just get to go. And I know with bars, one of the big things is it because it's clearing out all the mental clutter, you create more mental clarity and you get to be aware of what you actually think versus what everybody else is telling you or what you heard in the past. And um, so then people mm. could be mid thought. And turn on and dime and go, that's not actually the road I want to go down. And so yeah. I offer a combo session of those two modalities because not only do we get to refill your life force and help remove energy that's stuck in the body, but we get to change thought patterns and bad behaviors and belief systems. I would love to get in yeah. there and have, have yes, a Reiki session. Come. That would be, inter- that'd be very, very, because yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, very high strong anxiety is a thin, an issue <laughs> did not, you know that no it, I've, I've only been shipping. listening to you for 20 years i had no idea <laughs> she's been she's been diddling in my chakras for the last 15 years i guarantee it without even seeing you in person it's like oh right. listen to him oh that boy needs help yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard. I, you just can't calm just like you can't shut it down sometimes mm-hmm. and and you just feel like it's sometimes you're sitting there in my desk. I'm just just got to take a breath because mm-hmm. it's just so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally get that. And that's um, that's really why I got into this is to yeah. serve other people because I got lost in the medical cycle of I mean, they couldn't figure out what's wrong with me. See, that's that's the thing. I'm glad you brought the back brought full circle going mm-hmm. back to what you're talking about earlier is treating the symptoms mm-hmm. as opposed to treating the cause. Mm-hmm. And it's it. And I think for a lot of people, they feel like and, and I know some people feel like, oh, it's a bunch of hooey. You know, you don't want to go down that road or they're afraid to admit that they are interested in mm-hmm. in trying to seek other methods and other paths. But if you if something is actually rooted in your thoughts and it manifests in your body, yeah. and and I think that that does happen, I do believe that you are capable of making yourself sick, whether physically or just internally feel ill mm-hmm. um, because of what's going on in your mind. Yeah. And and they're just treating what's on the outside. It's never going to stop. And yeah. and you know, there's there's something in there that has to be it has to be paid attention to. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a friend in Iowa that is a massage therapist and people would continue to come to her all the time. And it was always the same symptoms. My back hurts, my whatever. And she's a bars practitioner. And she was like, can I please run your bars? Like there's something going on in your thought pattern that is creating the shoulder pain. And those that were open to it said yes. And 
their life has completely shifted. Yeah. So yeah, it is. And I'll be honest with you, I know it's still a little bit woo-woo and kind of weird, and <laughs> but it's really growing in popularity. The The whole natural movement is really, people are realizing they want to treat the actual, like what's the root of it. Mm-hmm. And they they're gearing away from the chemicals. And even organic food, essential oils, stuff like that is hugely popular right now it's seeping into the mainstream Mm -hmm. it's like um uh, my dad we had horses and and farm right and my dad was always uh very um, interested in homeopathic medicines he didn't like to treat with drugs Mm -hmm. and he working on the horses he always would work with people who were interested in homeopathic mess um, methods Uh way ahead of his time right you know and he was working with a vet that believed the same thing and they would work on it take longer Mm -hmm. because the drugs worked faster Mm -hmm. You'd see the result, uh, but there wasn't seventy-two side effects they had to list exactly. (laughs) And so he'd always kind of lean that direction. I'm and I've I've always been kind of the same mindset, probably because of him. It's like I prefer Mm -hmm. to find something natural because you know there's got to be a root cause to this. Yeah, and I'm not saying Western medicine doesn't have its place. It absolutely does. Tylenol is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but (laughs) But sometimes your headaches are yours. Because you drink too much, because you wear Sometimes you got to own it. You worked a little too hard. It's like Lisa Renna. You got to own it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But... um, No, that's okay. Edit that out. I lost my train of thought. Oh, we were talking about... So Western medicine has its place. Yes. Um, Okay. We got it. So it does have its place for sure, but... It is growing in popularity and even um, like I was able to go full time after one year and I support myself and two children with just Reiki and bars and for people helping people. Yes. And I'll tell you, like my um, client's base is I have CEOs, I have business owners, I have superintendents of large school districts, Mm. I have Mm -hmm. mothers, students. I mean, it ranges because everybody has stress in their life. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a background. And um, even last week, I got a text message that the secretary of state, uh, oh, excuse me, the secret, the press secretary okay. at the White House mentioned Reiki as helpful for veterans. Right. And whether you believe, you know, whatever your politics belief is, that's a huge platform yes. for people to find relief. And mm-hmm. I think that, and, and another thing I hate when people do just poo poo something on the, just, just on its face. Mm -hmm. It's like if something is working for somebody, whether or not you believe that it actually is effective, if they believe it, it is. Well, yes. And And, that's a big part of the belief system. It has to, they have to be behind it for it to work. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're over there thinking it doesn't work, it's not going to work for you. Yeah. And I agree. There is some, sometimes where people, um, like I can't tell you the first year, so many people came to me and they're like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. (laughs) And I don't even believe in this. And they noticed at minimum they were, they had really deep stress relief. Yeah. Um, so it is powerful and you know, it's not so weird anymore because like Reiki's done in over 800 hospitals across the U S Right here in Omaha, Children's and Emanuel are using Healing Touch. Good for them. So this kind of stuff really is powerful. And people, I think, tend to shy away from what they don't understand. 
And then, and then you go down the whole religious road. I mean, there's a lot of people that think this, what I'm doing, even my own immediate family, they are like praying for me that I don't forget Jesus is my savior. And I never have. And I actually know Jesus intimately because he is part of this. That's what I was going to say. I'm serving mm-hmm. kind of where God in the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And so I think people just don't get it. And mm-hmm. when I, when my ex-husband was, um, Oh, he, when I first got into this, he was really having a hard time with it because he thought I was going to hell and that spilled into my kids' belief. And, and, um, and I had to say, when you feel the Holy Spirit, what Mm -hmm. does it feel like? It's tingles on your back, right? It's Mm -hmm. prickles. You feel it. That is energy. And how do you think God is omnipresent? He's energy and And I had to really overcome a lot of my religious beliefs when I first got into this because I believed God was a man sitting on a throne on a cloud. (laughs) And I couldn't understand even then how he could be everywhere at once. And now he is energy, conscious energy that can take form. And that's what Reiki is. It's a God energy, and it knows exactly what your body needs, and that's what exactly what you're going to get. Interesting. Science yeah. even kind of backs it up, though, too, because mm-hmm. science even tells you everything has energy. Yeah, quantum physics is really getting behind it. Yeah. If people are interested in the science behind what I'm saying. Right. There's people like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton. They're quantum, and they're quantum physicists, uh, Dr. Um, Bruce Lipton is a biologist and there he's proving how mm-hmm. cells can grow and become a nose versus an arm. And it's because it's this external energy information. It is kind of like science and yeah. Yeah, science and it's, belief systems, I guess, or something there. They're, it's like, Oh, Oh, mm-hmm. this does make sense. Yeah. You know? And, and for some people that'll be a huge turning point. Yeah. And that's okay if people need the science, but they they really are starting to prove like some of the things that, we've always known, yeah. you know, the spiritual, yeah, um, the spiritual energy workers. That's yeah. interesting. So yeah. what's your website? If somebody wants to track you down, <laughs> yes. a lot wanna... of people. <laughs> so just for the record, I yeah. do offer remote sessions. I have clients all over the globe. And so how they can find me is reanimaze.com. Okay. And if they're on Facebook, they can find me at Reiki Healing and Intuition. We'll share all that and put that in our uh, show notes awesome. too. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Yeah. That is that is really something. I'm I'm good for you. I mean, and trust me. I mean, we've met more and more people that are doing that exact same type mm-hmm. of healing, yeah. or, or working with people. And the more we talk about it, the more we hear about it. Yeah. Just more than happy to spread the word. Yeah. And it's at least so people are aware and they can make their own informed choices. Yeah. Um, and and um, my call to action is just anybody that is open to this or practicing this or or knows that it works is to tell somebody because I cannot tell you how many times somebody comes to me and they're like, nobody knows I'm here, but I really want to try it. And it's like, do you know three of your friends have told me the same thing? Like (laughs) nobody's talking about it, especially in the smaller communities and, and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, if everybody would just have the courage to say like, this really helped me. Mm -hmm. And of course you're going to have the naysayers. I mean, even Jesus had naysayers, right? Mm -hmm. So if you just have the courage, people killed him. (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty big naysayer. Well, yes. I mean, I he, he brought it back around and won in the end. That's but exactly somebody, right. But they, 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 my right? point Their intentions were bad. So you can't make everybody happy. Exactly. Right. 100%. Well, even, even massage therapy, though, has its mm-hmm. naysayers. Mm-hmm. You know, you, when, somebody, when you tell somebody, gosh, you go, and it's like, it just, man, it just feels so, you know, they can do this. And, and, and the 
what do you call that on the bottom of your feet? The reflexology. Yes, reflexology yeah. yes. is huge. real. And it's huge. Yes. Well, every meridian in the body is is starting and stopping in the foot. But people think that's woo-woo or weird. Yep. Or, I mean, I swear my family thought I was in the closet poking voodoo dolls when I first started doing this. Like, they, didn't, they just don't get it. Right. So my call to action is just like, if you are open to this and it's changed your life, or even if it's only relieves stress. Like I've got a Reiki student who's only done Reiki one and she swears that her migraines are like 80% less just mm. by taking a and certification. It, oh, and wow. what, you know, like, so even in people. medicine, if it's like, even if it's, I'm not saying it is, but if it, placebo, not placebo, if you believe that it works and it works Mine's for you, powerful. it absolutely mm. works. So if the other yeah. person believes it will never work, it'll probably never work for them because yeah. well, they'll block true. it out. I mean, that's, that's like hearing the negative thought. And once, once I believed what she told me, mm-hmm. that was the truth. Yeah. yeah. Done. Yeah. Oh, well, there's yeah. actually video of a couple energy healers who have had the privilege of a science, um, like a like a ultrasound scan or an MRI. And I, oh, if wow. anybody in Omaha wants to do this with me, I'm totally manifesting this opportunity. But they <laughs> they would scan the person and then live action video, see the energy that was causing the pain moving out. And I could feel and see that. And so, yes, whether you believe it or not, it's, yes, your beliefs can totally stop what we're doing. But science really is getting behind it and showing that it's working. God, thank you for so much for coming in. Yeah. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me. Yes. I mean, and we were connected. Um, So a friend of mine, Dana Camp, did a show. And yeah, I thought, awesome. oh my God, I've only been listening to them forever. I want to go too. Yeah. <laughs> Dan is one of those the energy. Yes. She walks in the room and you just feel great. Andy yeah. Myers is yeah. another one. Yeah. Elizabeth Myers, both those guys, yeah. it's just they walk in the room and you feel different. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What a so great group of people. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It was great. And, to, and to, lastly, Omaha yeah. has a huge uh, community of people. I think it's like a mini Sedona. I mean, it really has a that. huge community of people that are ready to serve and not everybody's weird or woo woo. Like I look like a normal human. <laughs> she being, really so. does. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So we're just here to help. That's our whole, po- that's our whole purpose is just to serve others so that they can live the best life possible. Rihanna awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you guys you check in our show notes on Facebook, all the information to connect with Rihanna is there. Yes. Yes. That's uh, great. So it's, it's Pat and JT. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or text us 402-403-9478.